Welcome to episode 83 of the CPA Exam Experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's interview, actually, this is going to be a recording of a coaching call that I did. So I got an email from one of our customers, and she was really, really struggling, was getting very frustrated and overwhelmed because she keeps getting in the low 70s on some of her sections, and she's had a few exams lapse at this point. And when I got on the phone with her and heard what she was doing, really it just sounded to me like she was making things more complicated than they needed to be. Once we get into the actual call, you'll hear her describe all the things she was doing to try and track her progress and make improvements. And that kind of stuff does make logical sense to get really nitty gritty and try to track every little topic and how well you're doing on every little topic. However, as you'll hear, I just kind of told her that I think you're making this more complicated than it needs to be, and you're spending valuable time doing all this tracking. Your time would be better spent really simplifying your process and going down to really just the three key steps from some of our other videos on how to study for a retake. So if you are listening to this and you've really struggled with spending a lot of time but not really getting the results or maybe you failed the same section a few times, I think you will find this episode really, really helpful. So with that being said, now we will get into the coaching call. Um, so, you know, I didn't, I followed your method not as intensively for audit and reg. Reg went better for me because I'm in tax. I've been in tax for five years. So that one I passed on my first try. Uh, it took me twice, but I got a 73 the first time and then, you know, took it again back to back kind of with reg and passed those both. Unfortunately, you know, then with BC, that one was a little harder for me, but I actually ended up like really enacting a method. For the other two, I did like, I would go through your notes and make flashcards on things that I didn't really know before based on my material, but you know, I really drilled it for BC. But what I did was I set up an Excel file and I know in one of your podcasts, you said how there, there were people that said that they like kind of like earned their evenings by doing like maybe a full like a hundred CQs a day or something. So I liked that idea and I wanted to do that for BC. So I had like a column for all my tests, like one through, you know, whatever, what my percentage is of what I got basically. And then I put out each chapter and sub chapter. I saw what my percentages were for those, um, my, my scores or whatever. And then I would just try to improve on those. So I'm like, all right, this one's a little low. Let me work on these. And I went section by section, would do all my incorrects the next morning and then update my scores and see how I improved or, you know, if I declined in any areas or whatever. So I'm like, all right, that worked for me, you know. I know I barely passed, you know, I got a 76, but I'm like, you know what, that's fine. Like I'm going to do the same thing for FAR. Um, obviously a lot more sections than BC. I think there's like seven chapters um, and compared to like, you know, 20. So it's a lot. And then I was like, you know what, I really am scared about this test. I'm going to do it like on steroids. So I did like 200 questions a day. And then it all of a sudden worked itself up to like three, almost 300 questions a day. I was just wow. obsessed and absolutely miserable. But I was just like, just yeah, that's a lot. So anxious. And it just, I, you know, was slacking in work because I was like, I just want to do well. Like, I just, I want to do everything in my power to do well on this. And then I started color coding based on like percentages. Like, if it was above 75, I'd give it a green, you know, and then an orange was like, you know, so I want to make sure I cleared all the red ones, like, you know, work my way up. And I'm like, I just want to like start the test with all 
higher scores. Um, I didn't fully get around to that, but I mean, all my scores are really high. Um, and like overall, like my last few, you know, like the week leading up to it, I was getting like 80, high 80s, 90s on all my practice tests. And so, so once practice tests, meaning what? If you get an A, like the full practice exam in your review course? Um, it would be, it would be like the 30 multiple set of 30. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, all right, I feel like I feel pretty good, you know, and you know, I, I would work also, instead of just doing a full overall, I would always do a full overalls, but I would also hit the sections that I was really lacking on. So I kind of improve my scores. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's how it ended up getting so high. I was like, I'll do my standard like 33 or whatever twice. And then I'm like, all right, now I'm like, I got my incorrects to do. I got like review of these sections to make sure I can up these scores and percentages. And um, so it, all of a sudden it was getting up to like 286 a day. And I'm like, oh my God, like I was just exhausted. Um, I had yeah. insomnia, like I couldn't sleep. So I was like, I had no sleep. And I'm like, all right, I know you're supposed to retain the most when you're sleeping and I can't sleep. And I mean, Benadryl used to knock me out, but I could take a Benadryl and probably go run a mile around my block. <laughs> like, I was like, it didn't work. Like, it was miserable. So I just think I was really anxious and just really, yeah. it's, it's just the anxiety of it all it just was horrible. So, yeah. And that can be, you know, really detrimental on its own. So, how's the timeline working out right now? Like, you, you've had two that's lapsed, right? And yeah. then how close are you to losing the, the one that you currently have passed? Um, I'll have a full 18 months because I just took BC. I think I, I took it at the beginning of February. So I have like a lot. I'm not worried about that one last thing. I'm planning on finishing this as soon as possible. Oh, gotcha. I think that's like the most, I think that was the added factor for this was the, the time constraint of knowing that, all right, like I knew Reg was going to lapse on the 13th of February. So I took my exam on like the 11th and I was like, all right, this is my last chance. You know, mm-hmm. and then obviously now the fifth is when audit's going to expire. There's no way I'm going to physically be able to do that. Like, so I know that's going to expire. Um, yeah. But the, uh, I'm not worried about BC because that one, I, I now have the 18 months. I'm not taking any breaks from this like I did before. The only area I don't think I practiced as much in is maybe the Sims, but I don't know. Is there such a thing as overstudying? I think maybe I might have overdone it. And yeah. So, yeah. So one of these calls that I did, it was this I, this lady that runs a hedge fund. So she's super smart and she was just trying to get the CPA, you know, to just add even more credibility to her, whatever, her career or yeah. whatever. So I got on the call like this and she explains everything she's doing. She pulls out these like multiple notebooks. She's made notes of every little thing. And I was like, okay, listen, you're making this too hard. Like that's the biggest problem. You're making it too hard. So I like the first thing I would say to you after hearing that is I would actually stop meticulously tracking your scores in every little area I would do like, so you can interpret this however you want, but this is what I would do. So at this point, the nice thing is every section you're going to take is now a retake, correct? Okay. So you've been through everything. Like, however you did that originally, you've been through everything. So which one are you going to go into next? Far? I'm going to do far again since it's like so fresh. Yeah. 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 And what did you score in that? 73. Okay. So, okay. I mean, I've been increasing each time. I have 58, yeah. 65. With the 73, I guarantee you, you'll pass. If you'll just make this simpler. Here's what you need to do. When do you study? 
in the morning? I mean, well, the, this last time was literally obsessively from 7.30 to like 10 at night. So like, I mean, I would take breaks obviously to work, but like, I was just, I know the whole two hour in the morning, but I was like, I'm going to do this all day. So I'm going to like yeah. <laughs> overdo it to the point. So, I mean, I can definitely probably start my mornings at like, you know, I, since I work from home, it's so much easier. I, I mean, I start technically my days, work days at nine. So if I start at seven, I would have the two hours. So yeah. I do it that way. Okay. Have you seen the the YouTube video I have on like how to study for a retake? Um, I think I have watched it before, but it's okay. not completely fresh in my head exactly. All yeah. Things. So I'm basically just going to give you that, but there's just three steps basically. Okay. So when you study, you can view your study windows in like a two hour block. So if you just want to do one in the morning, and then if you really want to do another one in the evening, that's fine. But the two hours in the morning, just make that kind of your focus. And that should be two sets of 30 multiple choice, just pulled from everything. Don't go on specific topics. Don't try to pull up questions that you've, you know, that's, it's all questions you've missed. Don't worry about any of that. It's completely cumulative, random from the entire section. So you'll do two sets of 30. Okay. And then just one set of five to seven practice sims. Okay. And that should be roughly your two hour morning session. So after you take each set of 30, you're going to review it, review your answers, obviously read through each explanation, even the ones that you got right. Like you look at it, if you got it right, because you actually knew it, then great. That's it. A lot of times, you know, there'll be maybe two or three per set that you possibly kind of guessed on and it was right mm -hmm. and just kind of make a mental note of that and like okay I, I understand why that was right even though I basically guessed and then the ones you get wrong strictly off of again get rid of your excel sheets and everything strictly just from your own memory if you come to a question that it's just something that you actually struggle with and you routinely miss questions on that topic or it's hard for you to remember a certain type of journal entry confuses you or whatever it is, something that you just personally struggle with. That is what you, in these sets of 30 is where you take the time to explain it back to yourself until you get it. However, you are confining yourself to the explanation just for that one single question. So what I mean is a lot of people will, they'll be reviewing and they'll see a topic that's like that, just one question. And they'll think, oh yeah, this whole topic I just struggle with. So then they'll go on this like five hour deep dive or spend a bunch of time on that one individual topic and don't do that. Just okay. confine yourself to the explanation provided for that one single question. Even if it's on a broader topic that you struggle with in general, just talk the explanation that you're looking at back through to yourself till you understand it. Okay. And then like make just a quick flashcard on that. Then when you do the five to seven practice sims, you're not even really necessarily trying to complete them all like in test format. So these are a little different than how you would do the 30 multiple choice. You click through the seven, let's say seven, click through the seven sims, go to the hardest one first Okay. for you, whatever, you know, for you personally, you can try to fill it out, but as soon as you're stuck. So what I'm saying is, 
anything that you can kind of you want to take the time to understand what it's asking when you look through the little exhibits if it's one of those complicated ones and then fill out anything that you can actually just do but as soon as you are stuck you want to submit it and okay. and look at the explanation Okay. And then the, the way that I explained Sims, uh, you've probably watched the pro video on this is you want to find the Sims that are hardest for you. And then you look at the explanation and you do that same exercise. You take it piece by piece. If it's one certain journal entry, you explain that to yourself. Like, okay, when this type of a transaction happens and there's, you know, this thing, this is the entry and this is why it hits these two accounts. And you would make a little flashcard for yourself. So you're trying to break those complicated sims, or even if they're not complicated, if it's, again, something you struggle with, you're trying to take break the sims into pieces and then okay. explain those pieces, get to where you can explain each little piece back to yourself. Okay. Um, okay. And then, so that's step one and two. Step one is just the two hour format, two sets okay. of 30, that are random from everything. And then one set of five to seven practice sims. And that step two is just the review flashcard process for just things that you keep coming across that you keep missing. You know, if you're reviewing the set of 30 and it's a question that you missed because you read it wrong, but you pretty comfortable with the topic, you don't need to spend the time to like write a flashcard. It's just, you know what, what these are like. Yeah, that explanation kind of confuses me, but just explain it back to yourself, but confined to the explanation on a per question basis. So you're not going to go back to the full lessons anymore. Okay. Like with the 73, like I, I guarantee you, if you do this for, have you set a test date for this? I haven't. I went in a, you know, after I was all upset yesterday and I, yeah. I got past it, I was like, no, I'm going to keep going. Because at first I was like, I'm going to quit. I can't do this anymore. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I, Put myself through so much already no. Like, there's no way so i'm like yeah and i went and i applied for far and rag because those are the only two i can right now since audit didn't technically lapse yet even though we'll, okay. I'll, I'll apply for that one so i haven't gotten the like payment coupon to pay for okay. the actual test yet but all right yeah so whether it's i don't know three weeks like i would probably set this three weeks away three weeks four weeks like max because you don't want to do this for any longer than that i would probably say three weeks Okay. So right, that's, so that's step one and two. Step mm -hmm. three is be very diligent throughout the rest of your day about the uh, mini sessions. Okay. And so again, with those, this is a, uh, maybe there's like three steps within step three. You want to use all three study tools at different times throughout the day, just because I can't explain, I'm not like a brain researcher, but using all three throughout the day is significantly more impactful. It just helps you make connections through different, uh, I don't know, different modalities almost. Like you're hearing the audio notes at some point, you're reading the review notes at some point, and then you are taking the little quizzes at some point. So you said you work from home. So I would just try to find or like make opportunities to do those. Like some people have said they they'll set a timer on their phone every hour or every two hours to like, say, read 10 pages in the review notes or take a quiz or, or whatever. Okay. Or the other way that people do it is if they get a text, 
or they want to just, you know, do the mindless scrolling for five minutes, just kind of take a mental break. Before they do that, they force themselves to either take a quiz or read a few pages in the review notes. So they kind of like earn their phone time. Yep. In little five minute segments or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. So like the mini quizzes I can use probably like your, your app, the app for like the questions and just do like five minutes, like or five questions and yep. then like just, yeah. And then just do some audio. Okay. Yep. yep. But alternate. So when you're, when you're doing things where you're looking at your phone, try to just make it 50, 50 between doing quizzes and reading the review notes. Okay. And with the review notes and audios, you want to start from the beginning of far and just, and just work your way all the way through. It's just like the 30 questions. You're just trying to get repeat exposure from beginning to end over and over and over on everything. You're not trying to worry about weak areas. That's a, that like makes sense. It's counterintuitive, but you will score higher by constantly doing random stuff from everything. Yeah. And I can see how that makes sense too. Cause it's like, I really, you know, there were certain things that I really wanted to focus on this time around. I like really, really drilled the state of the cash flows. I'm like, I got to prepare this whole thing. I like got to know how to do it front and back. And I didn't get a single question on it this time. So I'm like, well, yeah. that, that works. Yeah. And I, I'm unfortunately in one of the states that doesn't show you what the weakened strengths are. They don't show Oh, really? Me. I don't have that. So I just have to just go. I did notice that multiple choice got harder, which I've heard that that means you've done well. Yeah. And I would like flag each one that I was not 100% sure on and count those as wrong in my head. So I'm like, all right, well, right now I think I even have like a 7980, you know, based on how I, you know, I'm counting these as wrong, even though I'm pretty sure I got them right. And then with the Sims, I had two research questions that I know I got right, you know, so I'm like probably one of those throughout, but then I got like a diluted EPS and like, I just wanted to check because I knew how to do it. But in the authoritative literature, they did exact example problem, like number for number. So I'm like, oh, I know I got that right. Like, I remember, like, I stand, sat there for 10 minutes. I'm like, this is for real? Like, how lucky was this? <laughs> I'm like blown away that I didn't pass. I was like, it must have been just, I mean, obviously it was just one little thing. But I'm like, you know, the Sims, I was like, I felt really good on. I mean, I had some that were a little hard. But I mean, it must have been just one freaking thing. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Like a, a 73, 74 on a different day would be a 75 or 76, you know, like if one sim goes the other way or whatever. But so that's, yeah. that's why I'm saying anywhere from like a 71 to a 74, just doing this for three weeks. I say this all the time in emails. I'm like, if you will do this, even though it sounds almost too simple, I guarantee you, you will pass. Yeah. Uh, and then, good. yeah, the last thing I just, I don't know if you, everyone has times where they could be listening to the audios. I'm just saying build that in as well so that you're using all three, whether you go on runs, walks, workout while you're making meals, just have headphones in, like whatever. Do you think that like really sinks in when you're not 100% focused on it? Like if I were to be listening to all I worked, is that even useful? Cause like, is it, cause I'm not like fully it's there in the background or something like that. But if I'm trying to like work, like, is that even a good idea? Or is that I've had, sense? I've had people tell me that they do it when they work, but I mean, unless someone's mind is different than mine, like it's specifically talking about work. I would kind of be like, yeah, that's not, that's probably just more distracting if you're trying to work than anything. Yeah. And um, I'm not fully listening. Same with like, I was on, I'm like, there was like a time where I was like, I'm going to fall asleep to like your audio and see if it's just like seeps into my brain. I'm like, I don't think it works that way. Yeah. <laughs> I've had people say that too. Um, yeah. If you can stand this, so an interview 
that I just did. That's going to be one of our podcasts. It's not published yet, but this dude was saying that like the, the game changer strategy for him, even though he had our study tools, he wasn't really using, doing the mini sessions thing, but he was following all like the main, the strategies in his main study session. And then he got like a 72 and a 73. And then he started really focusing on the mini sessions and it just, then he scored like an 85. And uh, that's so, the one thing I'm not doing. I'm not doing mini sessions because I'm like, I'll just do a huge session all throughout the day. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I'm um, doing the stuff. So I think I was overwhelming. Yes. So, two things this will be easier. I mean, this, I'm sure this sounds easier than what you were just trying. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and having a complete mental break, I think, is important where you're just constantly stressing about it around the clock and yeah, probably, I think it is possible to like study too much. The last thing I was going to say, so the thing that this guy said, I think his name is Richard, to end his night, he would start an audio track because the audios essentially follow the review notes, you know, right, just yeah. the audio version. Um, he would start the audios and then pull up the review notes and read while he listened. So it's like going word by word, basically. And, uh, a bunch of people have told me that over the years that that just kind of like locks in your focus and just i don't know it's just twice as effective as reading or listening separately so yeah. i mean if you can stand it do that for 20 to 30 minutes just last thing before you i mean whenever you do it like maybe before you yeah. go to bed or right after work or while you're eating dinner or whatever um mm -hmm. but that's just kind of maybe another thing and then the thing you can do when you're laying in bed is reviewing your own flashcards. If you do these on a digital app like Brainscape or Quizlet or something, or even if you're writing them in person, I guess if you're at your house, you'd have the physical flashcards, just whatever your format is. Okay. A, a good thing to do in bed that's not too mentally intensive is just reviewing these flashcards you've written in your own words. So as you do this for two or three weeks, or three or four weeks, you'll end up with, I mean, you're not shooting for a certain number of flashcards, I would say that after every set of 30, you maybe have three to five flashcards to make, maybe. Like yeah. Five would be a lot, but maybe five. But you do that twice, you know, two sets of 30 every day for a few weeks, you'll have maybe 50 to 60 flashcards. And those should be things that you've struggled with, but you put them in your own words. And as you're reviewing those, those are incredibly helpful. And that's a much more effective way of working on your weak areas then drilling all this million. all this intense <laughs> tracking you were doing and yeah yeah that's the whole thing and as, as you feel like you master them do you toss any out like you know is it just keep them all in well what do you use for the flashcards do you use an app well i use i use i started using quizlet for like i would just take notes on everything i got wrong and then yeah. like put it into quizlet at the end of the night and I mean, I guess that kind of helped the BC, it must have, but um, normally I just write everything out on, on like physical flashcards, but I could always like read, maybe I can enter them in my phone and maybe like re-entering something that I wrote down might kind of like. What, know, yeah. So the reason I ask is when I was doing it, I was using Brainscape back in the mm -hmm. day and you could like rate flashcards on a color scale, like green means you got it. Red is like, I missed it just now. And then as you keep doing the decks it just more frequently shows you like the red or yellow or orange flashcards. And if you rate something as green where you're just like, okay, this is finally clicked. I, I know this. 
you can rate it as green and it will show it to you maybe once every 20 flashcards or something. Yeah, Quizlet didn't really rank them. So like, I think, okay. well, I might be misusing it. Maybe there, maybe there is a way and I wasn't doing it right, but I'll try Brainscape to see if maybe that's, I can rank on them that way. Yeah. I mean, you, you could kind of do that with physical flashcards, you know, like set yeah. one aside and just, if you end up with whatever, 20, 30 flashcards, maybe make piles of like these ones at this point, I know really well. And you maybe review those like once a week or something. And then you keep your, your active pile of like, these are if, and that's the ones you keep going through each night. I mean, you could get pretty close to the same yeah. function. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I definitely, I think, you know, part of it is I might've just really exhausted myself. I wasn't getting a lot of sleep, which is crucial. Um, yeah. You know, eventually I was able to get prescribed a sleeping pill, but they were like afraid because like, I think one of the most common ones or whatever. <clears throat> Even being um a symptom could be memory loss. So they're like, oh, that shit. Yeah, that pill is uh, yeah, they're like, no, don't do that. And so yeah, okay, well, what can you give me? Like, you know, and so um they gave you me use a, headspace. Um, I started Luna, which is kind of similar, but okay. like I've done like I was trying everything, but for some reason Luna, because it's like I don't know if you've ever used that or seen what that is, but it's like more like like they tell a story, but you have to like interact with the picture. But I think it just kind of like takes all your focus off from like all the other crap going on. In yeah. Your so, but that helped me. And then, you know, I was taking like a sleeping aid that didn't have a memory loss as a side effect. Um, but it's still like, I wasn't getting great sleep. And so I think I was just running myself ragged. And I think that's probably what was my downfall then. And yeah, I think having the time constraint was even a huge pressure for me too. Mm -hmm. And now that I don't have that, I think maybe it should be a little bit easier. And then doing it this way, I already feel like a huge weight off my shoulders. Yeah. Like this is something I can do. And like, you know, I won't have to do all day and I won't encroach into work where I, you know, lose focus on work. And, you know, so this is, it makes me feel a lot better. Something I definitely can do. If I can do 300 questions a day, I can do this <laughs> Yeah, um, more effectively. And then would you recommend since it's been, you know, 18 or so months since I've taken on and reg, how long would you give, would you tell me like I should give myself for these? Because I don't have like a time constraint, so I can book them later, but I don't want them to take too long. You know, if I don't have to. I would, I would essentially, even on those two, follow this same format. If there's really something like, I don't know, like audit reports, maybe. Uh, if, if there's really something that's really broad conceptually, but it's like one topic and it's kind of difficult, you know, on one of those two sections, maybe like watch a video here and there, but yeah. primarily follow this format. Um, okay. But yeah, so as far as a timeline, like maybe four to five weeks or five to six, I would say five to six weeks at the most on those other two. And then on the weekends, if it's like the, the two hours is one block, I would just try to do at least two, so four hours and maybe six. Six hours is, is a lot, but it's not like a crazy amount. Yeah. Yeah. And then do you have our pro course videos? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So the other thing would be when you do set these test dates, mm -hmm. I would try to set these on a, a Monday. It's not like Monday's important. It's just that mm -hmm. for most people, you would have the Saturday and Sunday to kind of do our mega trans session thing, which is mm -hmm. just this same format, but for like eight hours, those last two days. Just to okay. fill, again, just fill your short-term memory with as much cumulative practice as you can. This would be hard to go wrong. Like, 
doing that for three weeks. Again, if you can get two days off of work or whatever, it doesn't matter the weekday, but Monday just makes it easier for most people because then you'd have Saturday and Sunday. And then anyways, go back and watch that mega cram session video. Okay. But it's pretty much just the same format. And yeah, if you really feel like you want to study more, you know, you could try to do another two hour block in the evening, but I would tell you just from the, the stress and anxiety, like don't stress yourself out over that idea. If your evening frees up and you got nothing else to do, like you might as well type theme. But yeah. what I was going to, going to say is if you nail the two hours in the morning and you do the mini sessions throughout the day, just allow yourself to like feel good about it and completely disengage and just know that you've nailed it for the day and not have any ideas of I need to keep studying or don't stress yourself out if you've nailed like the basics because the basics will work. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Cause I think I just get myself so worked up and so overwhelmed and I'm like, Oh, if I do all of this, so like, you know, drill this so hard, then like, there's no way I won't pass. <laughs> so I was like, so shocked when I opened the store, but yeah, I think this is definitely going to work. And I think you need to you stress as much as possible. So I think not overwhelming myself is going to be the best. It's going to be the key. So, yeah, well, I'm excited to hear how it works because I'm pretty, pretty confident it will work. I mean, and then if you pass far, you know, like you're half done again. Yeah. And it's just, you can do this again for BEC and reg. It's just, you said yeah. you work in tax, right? Yeah, I work in tax. So reg is going to be no problem. I don't think like you know, five years ago, I didn't pass it, but there was just so many other factors involved. It wasn't about mm -hmm. knowledge. And I think that's what I, I have been kind of like putting myself worth equating that with how well I'm doing. And so it's a huge self-esteem blow because I'm like, oh, I'm just not good enough. And I'm like, you know, or I'm not smart enough. And I know in reality, I do know everything. I'm like, if you yeah. like you know, stand on my couch and watch me take this test, you know, Doctor, like I, I can do it here, like you know, but when it comes to that day, it's that's when I can't do it. Like yeah. uh, I'm doing it in my sweats and like you know at my house, and you know I won't cheat. You can watch me do it. I think if I actually enjoy it again, but I, I mean I hated it when I was doing it this yeah. last time. I yeah. was so miserable. So I think when I actually start to enjoy <laughs> life a little bit, this could help a lot. So um, I appreciate your advice because I was really like I I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, so on that note, I would. Again, I don't know what you do in your pre-time, like if you like going to the gym or running or something, something active, I would say, but I would try to work that back in, in the evenings because that's just a huge, you know, again, I'm not a, uh, not a doctor, but you know, I'll talk about how that's just, it like physically releases stress to like work out or do something active. And if you've just, you know, haven't had time to do that for this long or whatever, or doing it more limited than you have been, like build that back in. That's like just yeah. as important as studying. As long as you are doing the three hours in the morning, some form of like being active is just as important. Yeah. And that was something I like put on the back burner. I'm like, I don't have time for that. So yeah, I think for sure. Yeah, I definitely will do that. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate it because I was like, I, I wasn't going to give up. I know that eventually I would have come around to it because I'm too stubborn for that. But I was like, <laughs> was really in a dark place yesterday. So thank you for like responding to me. I was like, I, it's a long shot to see if like you would even respond. I'm like, I don't know if you should even have time to do that. Uh, well, I know you've <laughs> sent me emails before. I get so many freaking emails. Yeah. Just, 
here it is. I'm like giving this like novel, but I'm like, I just want to like give you all the background just in case. So it's like, yeah. you know, this situation. So one thing that we really help with the exam anxiety on test day is as you're doing these sets of 30, when you start, have you ever timed yourself? Just when you're at your house, you know, um, normal studying, how long does a set of 30 take you? I mean, no, I feel like it kind of depends. And then I'm like, if they're longer problems, I just let the clock run for whatever like that set is, but I still, I don't do regular back. I look at questions every time I'm done with the question. I look at what the answer oh, okay. is. Okay. That's probably not the best way to do it. I need to do it just like you were saying, yeah. like redo that at the end, you know, yeah. just kind of just go through. Cause I don't really know. I wasn't okay. running out of time this time though. I had like 15 minutes left. Okay. Which, uh, so you're probably in the, the right range, but what I was going to say is as you do these sets of 30, first of all, some people get stressed out about just like their metrics on a daily basis when they're studying at their house. And it's like, Hey, this isn't the real test. Like this doesn't matter, but just to work on this. So set a timer for 45 minutes per 30 questions and just try to be done answering questions by the 45 minutes. And if you are consistently doing that, then work, then set it for 40 minutes. And what you should try to get to is like 30 to 35 minutes. And if you're able to do that and just you're doing these two sets every day, then on an exam day, you're just naturally going to move through the questions faster and leave yourself more time for the sims. Um, Cause that's really like the best overall tip for the sims is to leave as much time as possible. Yeah. Cause there are a few multiple choice where you get that, like, I get that panic feeling where my face is hot. I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't know this. And like, you yeah. know, I'm like, we're running out of time. So I think, yeah, I think working on just like making sure I can get through those as quick as possible is definitely going to help me too. So. Yeah. Um, and then just happens to be your exact situation. If you listen to the podcast episode with uh, Cody, I believe he had three laps and then like he left it alone for a few years because that was just he was so upset about that yeah. and then eventually like came back and he just he posts in the forum he probably won't now because he's now done but he went through your thing past three they slowly lapsed because he couldn't pass i don't i can't remember which section but and then left it alone for two years completely started over and in your case you're not completely starting over you've got bc done You've got a 73 on FAR, which again, I'm saying, I guarantee you, you pass it this next time by doing this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I like listening to those, like sometimes when I need like a little motivation. So yeah, I do listen to those when they come in, they come in through my email when a new one is posted. So I'll definitely, I was like, well, I'm looking forward to being able to delete all of these because I'll be done. But I'm like, nope, not done. So, <laughs> but yeah, so I still have them all in my thing. Once I don't listen to it, I keep in there. So I'll, I'll look for his and um, that'll probably give me a little bit more motivation too. So. Yeah, that is, that's everything I would tell you. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. But yeah, do you have, I mean, any questions on anything I said? Um, no, I made sure you took a bunch of notes and I'm going to definitely, like, I feel like everything's really clear. I'm going to definitely apply this and not overdo it. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I feel really good and, you know, I'll definitely keep you updated as this time goes on uh, I mean once I get my payment keep on thing I'm gonna book it for three weeks from now and so I'll, I'll keep you posted on how it goes nice all right well yeah um I'm pretty sure well I'm more than sure if you just 
do this, keep it simple, but like execute that format and then take a mental break at night, do something. I mean, it's not like you got to go start exercising every night. I'm just saying like, do things that you enjoy. Maybe sometimes it's active exercise, whatever, or a series you've wanted to watch. We just like do things intentionally, still go to bed on time so you can nail the morning, you know, everything affects everything, but it doesn't have to be 24 seven CPA study. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't thank you enough. So. <laughs> okay. Yep. So we'll, uh, we'll be in touch. So good luck with everything. And yeah, I hope this helps. I mean, it will, yep. this, this will work. All right. So that was the coaching call. I hope you found that helpful and insightful. And whether you're working on a retake or not, there is a lot of wisdom or there's a lot of progress to be made by keeping your study process simple as long as you were doing the things that matters. And as you heard me kind of circle back to and reiterate several times in the coaching call, you really want to focus your efforts and spend your time doing what you'll be doing on test day. And then do not discount the mini sessions. So you nail your main study session, whatever that happens to be, but then studying from your phone in small chunks and using all three study tools in different sessions throughout the day. So try to have sessions where you listen to the audio notes, have sessions where you read the review notes and have sessions where you do mini quizzes on the app. You wanna be using all three resources at different times throughout the day because using all three you are using different study modalities. It hits your brain, has a a slightly different effect on your brain and your memory, and it helps you make connections and really assimilate the information in your mind much, much better than just doing one long study session all at once each day. So if you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend or someone you know who's also working on their CPA exams. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.